If you if you can't see if they, somebody tells you A to B and that's all you see, you might be fit for a job. You know, but if you can exactly. see A B C D E F G, like I, I can see down the line, you might be entrepreneurism might be might be for you because you got to see five steps ahead. Sometimes, the the best piece of advice I got from my uncle, he said, the women will always be there. Hey, this is Ahmad and you are listening to the Think Ultimate Podcast. Today we have Brandon B. Dixon with us. Brandon is a published author, mortgage broker and host of the podcast, The Power of Ownership. So let's know more about Brandon. So Brandon, welcome to the show. Excited to host hey, you. What's going on? What's going on, man? Still making it. Still making it. <laughs> You know, so <laughs> absolutely. So, Brandon, let's jump on to the questions right away. So, tell us something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Well, most people don't know that I'm actually a nerd, but uh, you know, I just make it look cool. You know, as you can see, I uh, I collect toys and Star Trek. I'm a big, huge nerd. I'm very, very accomplished on the intellectual side. However, I still do look cool. You know, so I'm one of those uh, hybrids that was, you know, able to make uh, intellectual people make look cool. So you don't have to look cool. You are you are cool. Right. <laughs> Absolutely so, cool. Awesome. Right. So, so Brandon, that's, that's how did you catch the? Absolutely. So how did you catch the entrepreneurial bug? How did you get into entrepreneurship? Um. When where I'm from, I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. And just being, it's almost out of necessity that you have to be an entrepreneur. Um, you know, it, it, in our particular city, it's one of, you know, most impoverished cities in the United States. So you either could become it, you become your surroundings, or you could transcend your surroundings. So I always thought different. I always wanted to uh, shuffle a deck. I didn't want to play the cards that I was dealt. So I had to, by necessity, become an entrepreneur, figure a way out, you know, of my current circumstance. So just being, you know, uh, pushed in the corner, you could either fight back or, or ball up. So I, I decided to fight back. So uh, what I, you know, my first venture in entrepreneurism was uh, I owned a couple of video stores. And, oh. you know, uh, and how I stumbled upon that is uh, I used to be in the entertainment business. I used to, you know, uh, rap. So, okay. um, yeah, so, so I used have to, you, have yeah, you produced to, any raps? Uh, so, yeah, I've have done you, hundreds of songs. This was back in my oh. 20s, early 20s and, you know, teenage years and 20s. But this was back when CDs were new. You know, okay, so we had, yeah, our CDs, we used to push those on Bourbon Street. Have you heard of Bourbon Street? Yeah, I have. Yeah, New Orleans. So we used to be outside selling our uh, CDs and uh, the CDs turned into, you know, uh, movies. So I just wind up opening a store because I had so many, so much clientele that had music in the front and, and, and movies in the back. So it, it, it kind of turned into a whole thing. So. That's cool. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. That's so why I said necessity. you don't have to look good. That's why I said you don't have to look cool. You are really cool. Awesome. Right. <laughs> 
Right, right. So necessity, you know, you can either, you know, in my city, Bert, some of the best entrepreneurs in the business. And in entertainment, you got uh, Master P, you have Tyler Perry, you have uh, uh, Birdman. You know, a lot of these people are from the same city. It's like you, that our city forces you to become great. You can either become sink down or you can become great from it. They say what? Pressure makes diamonds. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, do you have any raps online so I can just listen to them and the audience can listen to uh, them? Possibly so. Um, you have, if you Google my group, Society A Threat, that was one of the mixtapes that we put out way in 03 over 20 years ago. Uh, so, yeah, that's- I'm, yeah, I'm on that. That's probably the only thing I have digital. I have a whole bunch of stuff that I have in my, my hard drives here. You know, I have hard drives full of uh, full of uh, music, but I just never released a lot of stuff, you know. Uh, so, but one of our mixtapes is online. It's on uh, YouTube and Apple, Spotify. It's called the group name of the group is Society of Threat. So, yeah. So okay. that, that's okay. how it all started. I I alchemized that love for writing music to writing books and writing scripts and writing uh, policies and stuff like that. So I, I transformed that love to for songs, to just to love to create. Okay, so how did you get into mortgage business? So it's a really different track. How right. did you get um, into it? So I got to kind of fill it in in order for it to make sense. So after I had the two video stores, I had one in my hometown. We got uh, looted and flooded by Hurricane Katrina and, and uh and so I opened another one in Houston, Texas. And so I was going back and forth for years, like just going back and forth. Um, and what happened in uh, 09, we had Hurricane Ike in her and and uh, in, uh, in uh, Houston. So I shut down that store. So then the recession hit. I don't know if you remember 09, the great crash. Uh, happened in yeah. the United States, you know, with the market, the uh, housing market. So we went from making, I made my first million when I was in my 20s. So we went from making, making a million dollars a year to making like a hundred thousand dollars a year, you know, it was during the, the the actual recession. So I'm like, man, I got to find something different, you know. And then what happened is this as well. When I had the video store, this was pre iPhone. So the iPhone hit in 07 and everybody started getting it. You know, in 09, so all these apps and stuff like that, everybody started streaming. So, like, man, this the, the money's not here. So I had to reinvent myself. You know, so prior right after that, I got recruited by uh, a local icon here in Houston because I, I moved to Houston uh, named Mattress Mac. I don't know if you heard of him. He's the guy that bet on the um, the, the the World Series, won the 17 million. That was my mentor. So he recruited me. Whoa. He heard of me just building up these stores and like, man, we got a lot of likes. So he took me under his wing. And uh, I, for six years, I was his training and development manager. So I trained all his salespeople for six years. So that was hey. from a, yeah, from 10 to uh, 16, 17-ish. So me being an entrepreneur, like, man, you know, I can't, it was great learning it from me. I made, I learned and earned. A lot of people don't take that step back to take step forward. Cause I was, I was, Good where I was at. I made a lot of money, but being underneath him took me to another level. Now, instead of making millions, I'm looking at billions. You know, try, you know, I'm equipped for that because I have the, the toolage. I have the knowledge now. So 
I looked at what industries can I get in that has tremendous upside. So real estate, you know, so that's why I got into mortgages. Like, man, look, uh, you know, I could, uh, I could make this look cool. You know, a lot of at the time were introverts and standing, you know, I had the nerdy side where I could do all the math and all that stuff. But at the same time, I could be up front and I could be make it look cool and I could change the dynamic of the actual, um, the actual mold. So that's what I did. I was Absolutely. the first to embrace social media. I was the first loan officer with a podcast. I was the first to kind of be up front and, and, and market better than a realtor. Absolutely. You know, so, so, right. so a long, really long journey. And yeah, it was a long really journey long. before. And and now it's been, I'm on my sixth year now. So, so six long years in the business. Yeah. Exactly. So, and this okay. is where the audience there, nothing is overnight. Getting rich quick is an oxymoron, you know, but you don't have to get rich slow either, you know. Exactly. So, but however, you know, I see a lot of people, hey, this is what you do. You get on uh, this, you form a YouTube channel, and overnight, and 15 minutes later, you'll be rich. That's false. You know, exactly. it's a lot of years of uh, learning, earning, you know, consistent effort. Consistent effort. It's, it's a lifetime grind. You got to be married to the grind. Exactly. Uh, so, Brandon, in your opinion, what is the most important personality trait someone would need to be successful in your job? This would be successful at my job, but this would be a successful entrepreneur. Uh, as in your job? At my job, you have to have, um, um, you got to be hungry. You got to be a hunter. You know, so I would say hunger um, is the most important attribute because a lot of people, You'll start to debt. If you're waiting for somebody to feed you, you'll start to debt in this business. You know, so you have to go out and get it and and, and start getting your own business and uh, go out there and learn how to prospect and be hungry for knowledge and hungry to, to embrace new things and always try to get better. You know, a lot of people get content. If you want to be content and you're, you you want to rest on your laurels, get a, get a job. This isn't you. for you then, you know, so you have to, Stay hungry and stay humble. Stay hungry, stay humble. But hunger, exactly. hunger. So, uh, saying of jobs, have you ever thought of getting a job, or has anyone ever told you go to a job? This is much better than going into mortgage business. Has anyone ever told you? I had jobs when I was in uh, earlier on in my life. Uh, I, in fact, coming out of college, I was the general manager at Aaron's, and I kind of figured it was, people told me the opposite, like. You know, I was always one of those that had those ideas. You know, now nah, this should be if you this should be better like this. This will be better like this. So people always told me, man, you should do your own thing because you know, a lot of stuff you transcend. You, you it, it's it's greater than what they give you. I give you an example like it. You know, I was a general manager at Aaron's Rental. It's a uh, one of the biggest rent to own places here in the United States. Um, so out of college, I was 21 years old. You know, I was the general manager. I was over people that's 40, 50 years old as direct, uh, reports. So, you know, they had a problem with, you know, listening to this young kid. But however, when I get in those meetings and stuff like that, a lot of stuff that operational wise just made sense, you know? So, uh, like in a lot of stuff they were, I was saying in the meeting, they were writing down the next thing I know. It's in a positive procedures manual. So they'll, they'll steal all my ideas and I give you credit for it. So, 
you know, from an early age, I knew I, you know, why not create my own businesses where I could I could create the, the policies and procedures manual and it'll be off of my creativity is how far the business will grow. Exactly. You know, rather so than someone I, I, taking Rather than right. someone else taking credit for it. Right. So I was told the opposite, man. You should, you know, you're you're gifted. You should do your own thing. And that way, you know. So a lot of people, one of the attributes to tie both uh, the actual questions together, one of the attributes is creativity. You know, um, exactly. so if you're creative and it's it's hard for you to if you if you can't see if they, somebody tells you A to B and that's all you see, you might be fit for a job. You know, but if you can exactly. see A, B, C, D, E, F, G, like I, I can see down the line, you might be entrepreneurism might be might be for you because you got to see five steps ahead sometimes. Absolutely. And a lot of so, people have that vision. Exactly. So how did you manage to grow your business so far? Um, Growing your business is you got to embrace what's free. You got to be high touch and high tech. You got to be both. Can't have one without the other. High tech means you embrace the actual social media, all the free platforms that's available. Also, you got to be in your community to be high touch. People got to smell your cologne. People got to, you got to see people. You can't be in a, a cubicle somewhere in a, in a, on the 24th floor and nobody is visible. You got to be visible in the community as well. So you got to be high touch and high tech. Um, and you use them to ping pong off one another. I'll give you an example how to grow business is that Let's say I meet somebody on social media, right? Um, they, we follow each other. I like their stuff. They like my stuff. The next thing I, I, I advise them about this book I wrote, called, uh, this book I read called Never Eat Alone. You should invite them to lunch at that point. So invite them to lunch, even if they turn it down, the, just the thought of you thinking of them and inviting them to lunch is going to gain reciprocity. So if you do take them to lunch, now you, you're laughing and you, you're bonding. It's primal. So I turn the high tech into high touch and then vice versa. If I meet somebody in person, I'm going to go ahead and follow them on social media. Exactly. So you, you ping pong and that's how you grow your business. People is reciprocity. And now they feel like they know you. Oh man, he's following me on social media. He's liking my baby pics. He's liking, now you, now you become a human. So exactly. it's one, the connection it's, builds stronger. It's, it's connection. Now your relationship selling. That's how you grow those relationships. Relationships exactly. win championships. Absolutely. So you gotta be, yeah, you got to be high touch and high tech. So Brandon, as everyone is dealing with some level of difficulties in the business, what are the most common difficulties you are currently facing? People um, believe the hype as far as real estate, as far as what the media portrays. Everybody wants to to, to uh, wait to buy real estate. That's wrong. You gotta buy real estate, real estate, and wait. You know, so the media portrays they doom and gloom. Every every the interest rates are rising. Ah, oh, panic! There's gonna be a crash. That's false. <laughs> you know, there'll never be another. I don't want to say never, but it's highly unlikely that they will have another 2008, 2009. It's because they put all the regulations in. So um, the the main thing is. When the media stirs up a frenzy, everybody starts slowing up as far as buying. And then what happens when the rate's going to drop back down in the summer? Now there's going to be a buying frenzy again. So you now you you're waiting for what? Now you're going to pay over over the sticker because everybody's back in the market now. So now is the best time to go ahead and buy while everything's slightly slower, 
before the prices go back up. So exactly. people listening to the media trying to wait, 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 and they, they, they're scared. You know, I don't get that. So that's a lot of things. People, the media deters some of uh, the buyers, the market. You know, so that's one of the difficulties. Exactly. That is the main work of media. They work in fear. Like they create right. a fear so that their TRP gets in. Yeah, fear mongering. Yeah, they fear mongering. Okay. And that slows up. You know, but the business it ebbs and flows. Anyway, that's the cycle of the uh, of the market. You know, so exactly. I mean, but you have to be prepared for that. But I don't get it. There should be, I don't get first time home buyers waiting to buy real estate. Doesn't make any sense to me. You know, because you, you're gonna you're gonna pay, you're gonna pay a mortgage regardless. Either you're gonna pay your mortgage or you're gonna pay somebody else's mortgage. But either way, you're gonna pay a mortgage. Absolutely. So, Brandon, what is your growth plan? What is my what? What is your growth plan? The growth plan for me is to actually um, uh, expand uh, different industry. This year in twenty three, my moniker is find good people. Three words, find good people. And what I mean by that is that I'm uh, uh, actually starting a real estate company. And our, you know, uh, the broker on record is going to be one of my referral partners that I started with like six years ago. But we're going to target reloads. And what reloads is real estate agents slash loan officers. And we're going to combine them together, which is unique. That not, not saying it hadn't been done, but nobody's ever marketed that. So you can't be afraid to take risks and market and different angles. So, you know, don't forget exactly. Pet Rocks got sold. Pet Rocks got dude that sold Pet Rocks in the 70s. It's all on how you market it. You got to be able to sell and market. That's that's basically, that's the blocking and tackling of everything, of every growth plan. Sales, marketing, period. Exactly. The two main things you have to get better at. Right. You have to sell and you have to market. Let me drop another nugget for you. This was in my marketing class. A lot of people don't know what marketing is. They think marketing is promotion. No. Promotion is part of marketing, but it's only like 20% of marketing. What is marketing? Marketing is simply this. Marketing is creating a market for yourself. A lot of people think promoting, hey, um, yeah, hey, I'm a mortgage broker. I'm a mortgage. I'm a realtor. I'm a realtor. I'm a realtor. I'm a realtor. That's not marketing. That's promoting. A lot of people don't understand the difference. Marketing is how do I create a market for myself? How do I sell? How do I become a merchant in my field? How do you do this? It's in the first chapter of my book. Reciprocity. You have to make a deposit before you make a withdrawal. You can't go to the bank and say, hey, I want to make a million dollars. I don't even have an account there. <laughs> exactly. That's so you have to make a deposit. Right. So how do you make a deposit? You have to be in the community. You have to even start one by one. You have to give them something. You have to give them something that's significant, personal, and unexpected. How do you do yeah. it through social media? You do it through your content. If your content is entertaining, you're giving them entertainment. Or you exactly. give them education. Then from there, if they're going to feel obligated to, to, to do something for you. Absolutely. So, yeah, broke so down that's how you do. Right. So it, it's you, you got to give to get. A lot exactly. of people just want to set up shop. Hey, I got a restaurant. <laughs> Boom. 
do business with me because I got good food. You know, everybody says nothing will happen. Right. Nothing will happen. I don't know if you remember back in the day, you're probably too old. I'll probably show my age, but Chick-fil-A used to give out samples on two picks. Yeah. To everybody. I've seen that people giving samples so that people can taste it and see the difference between all the other restaurants. Right. Now they could taste the difference. And you gave them something free. So now they feel obligated. Damn, I, let me, I like it. So let I me go ahead. I have to come and buy it. So you got to make a deposit before you make a withdrawal. Exactly. And that's how you create a market. That's yeah, how you make create the market. Absolutely. I the market. Yeah. So a lot of it people was... think promoting is marketing. That's not, that's part of it. That should be only, and I see a lot of people post is, is hey, I'm a realtor. Hey, I got that's that's promoting. <laughs> so you have to exactly. give them something, give your audience something in order to create the audience. Absolutely. So, Brandon, if you had an extra ten thousand dollars of budget, how would you spend it and why? Ten thousand a month or ten one uh, one 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 time ten thousand. One time ten thousand. One time ten thousand. What I would do, I was just thinking of today. Uh, you have to nowadays almost pay to play. And what I mean by that, I would, uh, in order to build my audience in my podcast, now I would get some of these influencers and pay some of these influencers to actually get on my podcast. And nowadays, money follows eyeballs. So the more eyeballs you get on you, the more money, the money will follow. So these influencers that have already have the big, uh, Already had the big oh, yeah. following. Whatever they see is, yeah, come on my show or hey, endorse my products, endorse me, and that way I get more eyeballs and that 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 fast tracks the algorithm. Absolutely, it does. <laughs> right, you so I would spend it on influencers. Well. Right, so marketing has changed. The dynamic has changed from ten years ago. You know, exactly. so the big, the big, the hot show, the the gatekeepers are the influencers. You know, so you exactly. want to get the influence on there and cross market. There was an article I was reading that uh, when people are organically ad like promoting the ads, they are not mm-hmm. getting sales with that. But when they are just uh, hiring an influencer to brand their brand their product or something else, so then they are getting a lot of sales from that because people mm-hmm. trust in influencers. They have built the trust over the years. Right. This is the big difference. Yeah, influencers are more relatable because people want to people want to see people like them. Everything's becoming more compartmentalized. So, you know, your vibe is your tribe, you know, so to say. So, you know, and that equals trust. People buy from who they like, trust and believe. You know, so if, right. And then if you got if you're got that person co-signing for you or on on your platform, you're going to actually get organically rub some of those off. So that's that's the new path, you know. So I would invest in that, and that will bring more eyeballs, and then more eyeballs will bring more money. Absolutely, that is just the game right now. Right, that's the, the, people don't understand the algorithm. This whole thing is 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 commercial. Is 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 the algorithm? People don't understand. I'll give you an example, and I'll I'll drop a jewel. <laughs> I should get paid. I should put this in a course. This is. People don't realize that 
you know, especially in the United States, everything is driven by consumerism. One of the spikes in the algorithm is if I flash a Rolex in a camera, <laughs> they, your, your video is going to get pushed to the front because they want you to buy this Rolex. Some of my top viewed thing is when I'm hopping out of Lambo or I'm at the Range Rover dealership. Those are going to get spiked because they want to see Absolutely. people interacting with the product. So it's not about, you know, uh, hey, I got the cutest video. Nah, it's what products <laughs> do I have? What influencers exactly. do I have there? You know, exactly. so that's how you that's how you spike the algorithm. Absolutely. Whenever you open YouTube, you will just see one, you'll just scroll down and you will see one video which is showcasing their materialistic things. Like right. this is my first Lamborghini, this is my first Rolex, just like you right. mentioned. Right. Or giving away a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast and stuff like that. <laughs> Mr. Beast is a genius, by the way. I, I admire what he did with the yeah. with the closed kitchens and stuff like that. A lot of people know it's a lot of it's over a lot of people's head. He gave the he gave he gave what like a million what two hundred fifty thousand dollars away. However, the money that you make back off the the marketing off that the eyeballs is is priceless. Absolutely, you know, people don't don't realize how how to create a market. They think all right, I'm a, I I get the product. The product is cool, but everybody has good products. What's going to distinguish your product from everybody else's product? Yeah, he uses creativity in the titles and all. Just like people say, right. bananas are best. Best bananas are right. good for your health. He just said bananas are the best fruit on the planet. Just like right. he marketed his own videos. Right. Marketing again. Pet rocks got sold in the seventies. The guy in the seventies, Fred had a rock quarry and he put rocks rocks in a box and named them and sold made a million dollars off it. So you can market anything. Absolutely. So, so the uh, market is there, almost... was, there was one woman, uh, yeah, there was one woman who was just uh, just uh, selling her breaths in a can, and she made right. five million dollars with that. Correct, correct, correct. <laughs> Anything could get sold. It's all how you mar- marketing is almost as important as the product, if not more important. You know, so exactly. if you can't market and sell it. That's the next thing is important is selling to close the deal, you know. Absolutely. So, um, that's you that's have to thing. get people to buy. You have to get people to buy. You have to be a- ABC always be closing. You have to be able to close. You have to be able to collect the money, and be not to be not be afraid to ask for the money. Exactly. So, Brandon, what is the best piece of advice you have ever got? The best piece of advice I've ever gotten. I don't know. This is kind of explicit. Uh, <laughs> you know, but how is this, is this a, a family show? I mean, what's, what's, what, what, you know? You can say anything, anything. It's not a family show, but yes. because all the people are just above 18 plus, so you can say anything. The, the best piece of advice I got from my uncle, he said, the women will always be there. Absolutely. Yeah, the women is always, there's, there's a new crop of them graduating every semester so the women will always be there focus on your purpose focus on your purpose first then the women the women will come to you don't focus on the woman because you'll never get to your purpose absolutely your purpose is the main thing you have to get there 
Right. You, if you focus on your purpose, you'll find the right woman to uh, manifest herself. But if you chase women, you'll never get you'll never get to the upper echelon because you 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 you're a man without purpose. Exactly. And what is the worst piece of advice you have ever got? The worst piece of advice um play it safe. Be conservative. Oh, that's you know? really that really is. Be, yeah, be content. Yeah, you should. You know, you should have a. You know, uh, you can't. You can't make every dollar. You know, so this this uh, you know, play it safe is 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 not a good not good advice. And I this is a deep ex- explanation to that. You want me to go deep on it, or you, or just stay surfing? Yeah, you can go. Yeah, please go. Let me tell you why playing it safe is bad advice. If you have a foundation of, of faith and you understand what this is and you understand if you if you have the intent of serving your purpose and not doing anything illegal, immoral, or unethical, and it's for your purpose, there is no failure. There's either you exactly. win or you learn. So what are you scared of? Exactly. You're either going to win or you're going to learn. There is no such thing as a loss. Absolutely. So playing safe, you're prohibiting yourself from that experience. So you'll never learn. You're, you're stagnant. Exactly. You're just standing there and you are not right. taking the risks. You're not taking exactly. the risk to learn. You're not taking the risk to win. Right. And when they say when something's not moving and not, not, not if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. Yeah, you're staying the same and not growing. Right, because time waits for no man. Exactly. You know, so so never play it safe. If you have, if you have your fate, you're going to win, or you're going to learn. Absolutely. And uh, don't play safe doesn't mean that you risk all your money, everything in just one place. Right. Well, be a calculated risk taker. You don't want to be stupid. I'm gonna. <laughs> there's there's difference between gambling and. I don't say, you know, put put 75 on, you know, all my money on black. That's stupid. But if you have a game plan, it's a three-part equation. This is what I say on my um, um, uh, podcast all the time. A lot of people stop at the first, but this is in the Bible. You have to ask and you re- shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be opened unto you. It's three parts, not just one. Ask, that's your prayer. You ask and you should receive. You got to seek. You got to do your research. You got to seek the knowledge. You got to seek mentorship. And then you got to knock. You got to get your butt up and actually knock on the door. You can't just say open sesame and the door is going to open for you. You actually got to do the work and knock on the door. Then it will be open for you. Exactly. So a lot of people, it's three parts. You can't just pray and it's going to drop in your lap. Not going to happen. That's not how it works. Absolutely. So you got to ask for it. You got to do your prayer, your meditation. You have to do your research, your uh, knowledge, your, your seek your education. Then I got to actually do the work. Absolutely. So, uh, Brandon, you also have a book, right? Right. It's called Sales, the Nucleus of Any Profession is right there. It's on Amazon as well. And it's my seven-step process from greet to receipt. So it tells you if you're into, uh, if you're into anything, sales especially high-end sales is going to become very, very valuable here soon in this economy because what's going to happen is you even as AI grows, you're never going to lose that human touch. 
You're never going to be able to recreate that human exactly. touch. Somebody laughing at exactly. your joke, somebody doting on your kids, somebody complimenting your hair. You know, they could try to fake that, but, you know, you're not going to, the human touch still going to be there. You exactly. know, so sales is going to be one of those jobs where you don't need a high school diploma. You don't need a college education. But if you're skilled, you can make high school, I mean, it's Harvard type money. Absolutely. You know, you can make six figures if you're a skilled salesperson. Exactly. So there are a lot of salespeople who have just not completed their college as well. And they are still making right. it big. You don't have to right. get into college to make it big. You just have to learn right. the right skills. Right. They have to have the right skills, you know, period. You know, so uh, and then sales is a trade that's slept on. A lot of people, you know, you take up welding, they take up all this other stuff. But if you could sell, you ne will never be broke. You could always go to a furniture store. You go to uh, somewhere, a car dealership, and you make you can make a living. Absolutely. Because everyone needs sales. Every business everyone. needs sales. That's, that, that's hence the title, the nucleus of every profession. Absolutely. That's really good. I will just, after this podcast, I'll just go to Amazon and order your book. Because I'm also yeah, this, a really good book reader and right. uh, always open to learn new things. Right. Yes. Yeah, just put my name in the search bar, Brandon B. Dixon, and it'll pop up. But yeah, I think it's one of those it's seven steps. If you master those seven steps, you can sell anything. And like I said, and you you watch your income increase exponentially. Exponentially. Right. Absolutely. So right. thank you, Brandon, for being here. And I really appreciate you coming here, taking your time, sharing all the experiences, all the learnings you have faced and uh, right. conquered all the obstacles. Really right. appreciate it. All right. Definitely, man. Anytime. Surely. All right. So thank you guys. Peace. This was Brandon Dixon and uh, see you soon in the next episode. Have a great day, guys. Bye.